0: Did you know that this last Saturday, November 9th, was the 30th anniversary of the fall of the Berlin Wall? I found out about it that day, and I was going to say something about it, but the day got away from me. But, I mean, I noticed that the the media wasn't uh, hyping this. Uh, It just kind of passed by inconspicuously, but what a huge thing that is. What a huge step in the direction of decentralization and the step of freedom and liberty and uh, individual rights. And then in the news this morning, November 11th, Twitter is exploding with hashtag Tiananmen2019 Referencing the ongoing protests in Hong Kong. And there's a video of a, of a kid getting shot by a police officer. It's very disturbing. Um, he's, walking, he's just kind of walking by him. The guy's unarmed. He's just kind of trying to get around the police officer. The police officer is manhandling a woman with one hand. And he's got his gun in the other hand. And he shoots the kid in the stomach. Bam. Total chaos. And it's very disturbing. I, You know, I did an episode a little while back about the Chinese social credit system. And um, I've been meaning to to circle back to it because since the time I did that, the the protests in, in Hong Kong have continued to escalate. And, you know, that's what I said. Watch this, uh, this situation. This, this kind of stuff only escalates. This expansion of, of state power only escalates. So this is in response to um, an, an extradition policy that the Hong Kong government or that the uh, Chinese government brought in where they want to extradite people from Hong Kong back to mainland China for... Uh, trial, um, which it's understandable why you would protest against that because uh, the Chinese government just puts, you, you can be tried for anything. You don't have a fair trial. You don't have, you know, habeas corpus, you know, uh, that there has to be a body of evidence against you. Um, it's it's, it's a, a one-party system. And so you just basically go right to a work camp, disappear uh, with no recourse whatsoever so it's understandable why people would protest against that um, and and you know the thing is 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 you know Hong Kong's whole history um, is is that at the close you know in a nutshell you can go Wikipedia this for the details but the 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 nutshell is that at the close of World War two Western powers um, especially Great Britain and, and America worked to you um, keep Hong Kong as a free trade zone. And the Chinese government allowed this to happen with a stipulation that it would go back to uh, the, the party's rule after so many years, and I think that happened like I don't know, 25, 30 years ago, is, is is when that happened, and it and it went back, but but they allowed it to maintain as basically a free market zone for a while because the uh, Chinese leadership, the the leadership at that time, acknowledged. That, you know, you have to have some free market. I mean, uh, this is what you always find in, in, in communist regimes. They base everything on this idea that the free market is evil. And then they come back and say, oh, well, we have to have a little bit of it. Um, because uh, otherwise there's no entrepreneurialism. There's no growth. Um, and, and you can only just print fi- so much fake money before it just, um, you know, becomes completely devalued and and, and, and totally uh, destroys Everything and so, and so they allowed this to happen. And that's why we had Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. That's why you had a Bruce Lee and, and martial arts movies. That's why we had all this great stuff uh, coming from Hong Kong, which we uh, in the West just understood as great examples of, of you know, how awesome you know, uh, you know, Chinese culture and, and, and products can be. Uh, not realizing that the only reason you're seeing this right now is because the, of this curious relationship of, of, of Hong Kong. So anyhow, after they went back to being under communist rule, of course, um, the communists have more and more subsumed them. Um, and, you know, there's ey- eyewitnesses that I've, I've heard from have always talked about how um, mainland China, if you're in mainland China and then you go to Hong Kong for a while... It's you see, oh my God, Hong Kong's like really nice and clean, whereas most of mainland China is like is like pretty dirty and, and, and shitty. Like any you know, sort of public works um, situation that you would find would be. However, Hong Kong's all nice and, and, and clean and, and civil, and there's, there's um, uh, diversity there. So in, in Hong Kong, you know it's, it's legal to practice the Falun Gong religion. But they've been cracking down on that, you know. The Chinese government forbids that religion. They forbid really any like uh, religion other than, you know, a certain select things which maintain cultural ties with supporting the regime. Anyhow, so they're they're protesting against this, and even in the face of, of this person being shot today, and and there's been like three people shot by police since since this whole thing has has gone on. Um, the uh, the leadership there um uh, her name's lamb i'm not sure what her official title is but issued a statement saying that no they're not going to consider any of the protesters wants the pro- protesters submitted an anti-extradition uh, bill which they you know they're demanding that this be considered and they, they basically they just came back and said no the government is not going to consider this forget it you know even in 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 the west you know the powers that be would at least come out and act like there's a possibility like act like we could have some kind of compromise here so this far into it it probably looks like you know pretty clear that that you would want to support the the protesters on this since that is the direction of you know freedom and 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 liberty and free will. Complicating this is you start to see the possibility here and there that some of these protesters might not actually be like people who live in Hong Kong. They might be coming from somewhere else. They could be... People hired by the CIA <laughs> to go and agitate, which we know that the American government does this all the time. Sends operatives to to agitate to try and uh, um, to uh, encourage regime change. You know that's why we you know America has been at war in the Middle East for whatever twenty years now one regime change after another. there's no end to the goals of, of a regime change and, and agitating uh, you know governments that that we don't like. Now there might be a good cause to not like that government however do, do does uh, the American government have a right to go get involved with all of their stuff? the knee-jerk reaction is like yeah. No, yeah, we got to defeat defeat uh, communism. We have to defeat socialism overseas in, in these foreign governments. But, I mean, we can't even defeat socialism in America. So how are we going to defeat it in a foreign country? There's also a video going around of a guy being set on fire. It's like, and and this is like aimed at the protesters, a group of like, Angry protesters set an old man on fire because he was supporting uh, the the government, and so you see, you know, you go search for this, you see a video of this, um, the guy being all of a sudden doused with fire, and then he's running around. But then there's pictures and videos later of him like walking away with his shirt off, and statements of, oh, he wasn't burned at all. He was. This was an act. You know, he, you know, I, I mean, stuntmen do this kind of stuff all the time. You, you put this certain kind of gel in your hair and whatnot and let, douse yourself with fire. And it looks like you're burning, but it's really just the stuff burning off and it's it's protecting you. And so you don't really get hurt from it. So you see there's pranks going on out there like this. And then you start to realize there's no way. You or I sitting here in the West watching all this go down. There's no way we could walk into this situation and be able to know without a doubt who the good guys are, who the bad guys are, who you should ally with, who you should support, who you should cheer for. Um, Because you just don't know. So... So then you see, like, well, the stance of the government is that perhaps they don't take these protesters seriously because they don't think it's real protesters; they think it's, you know, it's, it's all operatives. But anyhow, still, that doesn't justify them coming in and like shooting people. And so, if you ever, you know, if you, and, and they're justified in calling this 2019 Tiananmen 2019, if you if you go back and 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 study Tiananmen Square, what happened there. Yeah, no, this uh the, the government has a history of like when things get bad, well, you just gotta come in and start shooting people. You just gotta come in and start gunning down citizenry, you know, which we haven't done here in the West. We 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 try and avoid that. I think we did it in the sixties. Um what is it? Kent State. You got Kent State. And then you got of course you got the Civil War. That's another Example of, of the state just coming in and just, you know, murdering citizens. Um, so you have to step back and realize that there's not any way that you can come in and sort this out and figure out who the good guys are or who the bad guys are. And you certainly can't do anything to save people. But what you can do is reembrace your inner um, feelings, your inner vision your inner sense of right, your inner sense of the the morality of individualism and freedom. When, you know, Gurdjieff talks about mechanicalism and he talks about the terror of the situation, and he talks about how, you know, man is asleep, the tendency is to try and take all these things as, as being you know philosophical and symbolic. But really, he means all these things quite literally. And he talks about situations exactly like this. Um, when the groups were coming together originally in the wake of the uh, Bolshevik Revolution, and you had White Army, and you had Red Army, they're all running around the country killing each other killing citizens and how in order to to try and strive to be a conscious being in the midst of these conditions or any kind of similar conditions means not knowing who's good or who who's bad until they're right there and like r- rather than, allowing your attention to be led by these things in the environment rather redirect your attention into your inner world because that is always where the truth lies so whenever we're looking out at things happening outside of us especially in the world of geopolitics and you know revolutions Um, we can never really see the truth. It's almost absurd to even talk about about finding the truth because this is going to be written about. There's no way anyone's going to write about any of this stuff or, or convey any of it without putting their own spin on it, their own ideology on it, their own hope about who they think are the good guys and the bad guys on it. So there's no way you're going to get an objective picture of what happened with any of these things the berlin wall is another great example so our concept of the berlin wall is that you know here in the west we saw you know we saw it happen on tv november 9th 1989 you know a guy gets up on the wall and he starts you know tearing pieces off of it and then that's it And then everyone starts like coming across and that's it it's over And the reality is far more complex, and it it it, it encompasses a huge piece of time and lots of different things that happened in in Czechoslovakia. I think it actually started with the 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 Polish, Um, and then the uh, Hungarians started dismantling some of the barbed wire along their border, and then there was like a bunch of East Germans were like vacationing in um, a, a neutral zone at, at, a, at a lake somewhere. And then they all just went over into West Germany they said, fuck it, we're not going home. And, and, and things like this were happening in different areas, like all over the place. And that's like, what sort of led to this fall of the Berlin wall. And then that led to the, um, you know, the um, recidivism of the Soviet state um, and, and, and uh, something like freedom and, and democracy beginning to rise a little bit in in the east. So, point being, there's all kinds of other stuff going on behind the scenes. But history is gonna gonna like distill everything down to like one moment, to one you know time life photograph to like represent it all. Um, like I'm already seeing, there's photos going around of the mo- moment just before this police officer in Hong Kong shoots the kid in the stomach and it's like, well, this could be the new new, um, photo representing the times, like the original Tiananmen Square. There's the picture of the guy standing in front of a tank um, and that became the iconic image for it. But one thing that we can talk about is the general pattern of this, that um, the... State tends to move in a pattern of getting larger and larger, and more control and more control, subsuming more people, subsuming more functions, more, 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 more. It just continues to grow, and this should be a no-brainer for why why this happens. But you have a a um, population that lives on tax consumption, and they have the power of force, they're going to maintain that position, and they're going to grow that position. Um, and, and it's just always going to go that way. And so that's what you see here, despite, you know, they, they had the Tiananmen Square protest, but what happened as a result of that? Well, um, the, the government um, emulated some free market behaviors subsequent to that for a few decades, but they didn't change anything fundamentally, and now they're just continuing to move forward and subsume more and gain more power in the social credit system and everything. So it's a indicator for us. So the left-hand path approach to this is to not pick a side, but rather to observe the principles and the movements of what is happening, what happens on a grand scale. Because this thing, which I'm calling, you know, the Chinese Communist Party or, or the the uh, Chinese government, is really just another manifestation or form of hardware, or the lie, or the druge, as Zarathustra liked to call it. It's the confused and fitful presence. It is the mechanical opposition to psychocentric consciousness. And it takes different forms and different particularities and the whole the whole challenge is to not be entranced by the glamour. The the challenge is to say, let the glamour be lifted, revealing the face of of a pep, the serpent. So I can see what is not myself and what seeks to subsume it. And to uphold that within yourself is that is fighting the war. You are fighting the war. If you maintain your own dignity of being and your own self-awareness and your own isolateness, then you are fighting the war against mechanicalism, inertia, and ignorance. So, don't let the bastards get you down. Keep fighting the good fight and keep the dark fire burning.